Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hi, everyone. Welcome back and happy Friday. All right, guys. Well, we're back for Hot Messy Topics. There is so much to discuss from Potomac, New York, Beverly Hills, New Jersey, Vanderpump Rules, and I'm sure there's something in between along the way. Now, before we jump in, you guys know how this works. If you haven't already, go ahead, smash that like button. If you're not subscribed, get subscribed. Don't forget to hit that notification bell. And let's welcome Kim from Bravo Breaking News. Hello. Hey, Adam. I am so happy to be back. As usual, there's so much going on. I need to talk about it. Oh, I love having you on. You know, can I say really quick? The other day, I just did a members only morning meeting this morning. And it was so fun because we're kind of like a team over here. It's me, Shaylee and Jason. And after every live that we do, and who we collaborate with, we kind of try to figure out like, who's a good fit, who, you know, you, because you never know until you, you know, do it with someone. And everyone loves having you on because you engage, you ask questions back, you know, your stuff. So just thank you, Kim, for your time. Oh, thank you, Adam. I mean, I am honored to be here, honestly. Yes. All right. Well, where should we, I don't even know where to start, Kim. Do you want to start with Potomac, New York, New Jersey, Vanderpump Rules, Beverly Hills. Where are you feeling? I say, let's get into it. Let's talk the Potomac fight because I haven't had a chance to discuss this with anybody yet. So let's start with that. Why let's, don't you kind of break it down? Okay. So, well, this Potomac fight, I think maybe we should just play the clip of the fight first and see what everybody thinks. Here we go. We'll play the clip. <laughs> Okay, so I was wondering, like, what the hell is going on in this clip, right? Because we don't know yet. Nobody's answering what's going on. But they ended up coming out on Reality Blurb and speaking a little bit about this. Apparently, do you remember Deborah, the one who's down in the bottom, who Candace was calling Sesame Street? How could I forget? (laughs) Okay, well... Her and Wendy Osefo's friend, Kiana, who is now joining the cast, the fight was between them. And they were saying that this was like an all-out knockout like brawl. And Deborah ate Kiana up before this video began to start re- like begun to start recording. And they were saying Deborah and Candace had been talking shit about each other all night. And then finally Candace was confronting Deborah about what she's been saying about her husband, Chris Bassett. And then this Kiana woman who's the newbie just walked up and got herself involved. And she's like, you know what? I'm going to get my champagne flute. I'm going to get my cherry blossom. I'm going to ream your ass. I'm like, okay, Kiana, come on, come through. Yeah, I mean, I don't know Kiana 
But we do know Deborah. I mean, what we know of her last season is she is messy. She is thirsty. I, if it, you know, looking at it right now without knowing Kiana, I think it's all Deborah. I think Deborah came on the show last season ready to stir shit up. And she's doing that once again here. I mean, she's coming for Candace and she is, I don't know, she's messy. So if I had to guess, I think it's on Deborah. I also think that Deborah might have, you know, come back with a little bit of a vendetta because you know how the housewives always say like, she buys Sheree. She's like, there's not a day that goes by that I'm not called she buys Sheree. Like I'm walking through, you know, the mall and somebody's like, she buys Sheree. How could I let it go? People remind me every day. Like, do people just follow Deborah around Potomac and be like, hey, Sesame Street. You know what I mean? Yeah. She's probably proud to wear that, um, seeing as she wasn't known before, and now she's at least known by something. So to me, it's giving desperate. It's giving thirsty. I mean, just knowing her track record, this woman is bad news. She is trying to insert herself into the drama, stay relevant on the show. So I really think that's all that this is. Right. And then also, I've had multiple conversations with Candace and Chris Bassett. And at first, you know, watching them on TV, you form your opinions and you see some of the mess, right? Well, after meeting them at BravoCon and talking about some of the videos that I did that weren't in their favor and just understanding like their side, we had a great conversation. And I really grew to like Chris and Candace. And one thing that I learned from it that Jason and I, my husband, we were able to appreciate was they have each other's back. Like through it, they're like, listen, before filming, like we're about to go into this new season. It's you and I, us first, this marriage first and everybody else like, let's go eat. It's dinner time. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know what? I had the same takeaway after BravoCon. I had a short conversation with them both as well. And they totally just... I've always been a Candace fan, but after BravoCon, I am Candace 100%, Team Candace. She can do no wrong in my eyes. And I know that there's some people in the comments saying that Candace is the common denominator in these fights. But let's be real. I mean, Monique's the one that's not on the show anymore. Candace is still on the show. She brings the drama, but I don't think she's one to start the physical altercations. Maybe she's really, you know, pushing people's buttons and, you know, it causes them to like totally lose their shit. But um, I don't know. I'm team Candace all the way. But I also still wonder, which that's an interesting take. And I appreciate your honesty too, because a lot of people wouldn't come on and be like, I'm team Candace, because they might think that that could present a problem. Like, are you defending somebody who might be deemed as the common denominator? But for Candace, part of me wonders, every new season, when you bring on a newbie like Deborah or Kiana or anyone else, when you bring them on, they've seen the other seasons. They're doing their homework. They see you have a short fuse. They see you have the ability to pop off. They see they can get to you if they really want to and they can get that reaction. So is she now making herself a target by giving the reaction? So then the other girls are like, oh, I'm about to get my moment. Oh, yes, 100%. I mean, that's the issue with these newbies. It's like, we can see right through them. We can see if you're like trying too hard, if you're being too thirsty, if you're, you know, just popping off when really it's like not that big of a deal. So I don't know. I am interested to see this play out and see or learn more kind of what went down to cause this. 
then I will make my decision. But right now it's just two newbies getting in a fight. It's, it's seeming thirsty, honestly. Oh, no, it was my, sorry. I just hope it's a little bit more important of a fight when we get down to it, when we start breaking it down than it was between Rachel and Danielle. You know what I mean? Like, because that just felt like, oh, what are we doing, you guys? Are we dragging yeah. this out? So, yeah. Kiana, no, if we're I agree stepping completely. in and we're dragging Deborah, just make sure we have a reason, girl. I agree. I agree. Let's not, you know, uh, it. it's just, yeah, rat, calling somebody a rat wasn't really, you know, a strong enough reason to really take it that far. No, it wasn't a season's worth of storyline, for sure. Nope. No. Okay. All right. Now, panning over, we're going to pair Real Housewives of Potomac with our other show that's not currently on until this Sunday, which would be The Real Housewives of New York. And we had a premiere this week. So okay. excited. They all looked amazing. Um, I mean, I think Bryn is stealing the show, honestly. I mean, wow. Wow, wow, wow. You know what's so funny is I thought Uba was going to be the one who was going to steal the show. And we're, it's still so early to tell, right? But of we're course, going based of off of just like seeing like the little quirky tidbits into their personalities. And Bryn just gives me like Sonia, but like in her 20s, 30s of, I don't care. Like, are you watching Welcome to Crappy Lake? Of course, of course. Sonia walks into the bar like, like, hello, I'm here. That is what Bryn is giving me. But just like a little bit more fresh. She's of course, a little bit more young. She's beautiful. And I'm like, oh, you guys might have got this one right. And the tagline. I mean, the tagline. What is it? Like, you'll make me mad. Don't make me mad. I'll date your dad or something like that. Like, I need more details. <laughs> like, whose dad is she dating? Like, is it a cast member's dad? Does she Is she just known for dating dads in New York? Like, I don't know. Did Oh, I didn't even think about that. That has to derive from somewhere. I know because the taglines, you know, always kind of speak to what their storyline is on the show. So like, I have a feeling that we're going to see a storyline play out that she's dating somebody's dad. And I am really here for it, honestly. Oh my God. We were talking right before this downstairs as we were piecing together for everything for hot, messy topics. And I was like, I wonder if she wanted to say in that tagline, because you know how producers and the execs go back and forth with them and they're like, uh, no, or maybe sure. I wonder if she wanted to say, don't make me mad or I'll sleep with your dad. And they were like, okay, maybe that's pushing it just a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And I think um, if I remember on Instagram, you know, Andy was asked who was like the messiest housewife of the season or maybe even at the party. I don't know. And he said Bryn. So honestly, she is the early favorite. You know, she's coming out on social media and and doing some fun videos and stuff. So I am excited, most excited for Bryn. Of course, I'm also excited for Jenna Lyons. You know, we know her. She has a reputation in the fashion industry. So yeah, I am counting down the days. I cannot wait. Well, I agree with you. And that's going to be this Sunday. But he did at the premiere, he said, reinventing Roni. Wow. How do you do that? What a task. How to reboot a show with a legacy as brilliant as The Real Housewives of New York and with a group of all-stars who really made the show what it was. And the answer seems simple. Just find a new group of women. No biggie. So he's joking about this. And he said, guess what? We found the right group of women. Now, this is the thing when it comes to this. We get a lot of promises about new casts, about reunions. Oh, this season, you guys. 
the next season is going to be the most explosive or watch until the end because the Vanderpump Rules cast is not signing their contracts until part three airs because we don't know if they're going to sign after that. It's like sometimes we get these teasing moments. So you really just got to figure it out for yourself. I know. I agree. Bravo has been pushing this really, really hard, but I have faith. I have faith in Bravo that if they're going to reboot such a, you know, longstanding fan favorite show like Roni, they better do it right. They better do it right. And I think that these women are going to bring it. I think that these women, if they're smart, know what they're getting themselves into. They should know that they have really, really big shoes to fill and they better bring it. They better bring it. Get ready, ladies. Okay. Well, guys, we're going to move on from Potomac and Roni, and we're going to take a stop right back over in West Hollywood for our Vanderpump Rules cast. Oh, Kim. I feel like I cannot keep up with this. Okay. Oh my gosh. I have an important question for you. Another thing, you know that they're doing the actor strike right now? I do. Okay. So for those who don't know, and I feel like everybody at this point, they pretty much know, but they're doing this actor strike. And one of our um, Adam's family members who she's like family at this point, Norma Maldonado, she might be in here. um, She was explaining a little bit to us about this. So since they're doing the actor strike, Anyone who is SAG-AFTRA, they can't work, right, during the strike? That's correct. Yeah. Okay. So then what happens with, like, if this strike continues, what happens with, like, a Ariana Maddox or a Kyle Richards when the cameras pick back up to catch the split or Ariana Maddox filming for Vanderpump Rules? Can she still film and continue to do things even if she's SAG-AFTRA, but it's a reality show? Like, you know what I mean? You know, that's a very good point because I did see some rumblings about this um, pertaining to BravoCon specifically because we know that Kyle and Garcelle are both in SAG because they do acting work on the side. I did not think about Ariana. I did not think about Ariana, but we know she's been in a Lifetime movie. So it's pretty apparent that she's in SAG. And now... I'm worried. I, I, I'm worried. I hope this doesn't affect, you know, this just happened yesterday. So we really haven't gotten a lot of, you know, things. However, you know, they were supposed to have a something about her pop up, which I was going to go to yesterday evening in Santa Monica at the bungalow that did get postponed. So I'm just my wheels are turning right now. Um, I was assuming that they were filming that event last night um, because, you know, they're in the midst of filming right now. We've seen them at Sir, Tom, Tom, Pump, all of the things. So it very well could be. And honestly, I'm worried. Well, yeah, because that also applies to I'm sure that would apply to Sheena. I bet you Sheena SAG. Lala is definitely SAG. Ariana SAG. I don't know about Katie and the Toms. Lisa right. Pump even very much well so could be sag exactly i mean i don't think it really it's not directly related to their um you know their status on the reality show it's more about their status in the industry if they do other things that are related to sag i think that could definitely affect filming um but i guess you know we'll find out that's that worries me i i need vanderpump rules and i need it now i cannot have it pushed back any anymore no more okay Well, my next question for you is we are hearing a lot of rumblings between and 
I know one of these things to be true. I just don't know which one it is. I've talked to some people and I've asked questions. I've asked about the Lake Tahoe trip next week. And I've asked about Raquel and the contract negotiations. I was told one of these things are true. I don't know which one that is. What are your thoughts? We know one is true. I can, I can say this. We just don't know which one. And I don't know which one. They're playing coy with me. So one is true, meaning they're either going to Lake Tahoe or Raquel is still in negotiations. Which well, ones are you choosing between? That's, that's the question. Is One of these two things is going to happen on the new season. Raquel's coming back or we're taking a trip to Lake Tahoe. I mean, well, first thing that comes to mind is, can we find a new location? Like, didn't we go to Lake Tahoe last season? Like, come on, Bravo. But anyway, I believe, you know, we did get kind of like a leak saying that Raquel was returning and going to Lake Tahoe. Then we heard that she is still in negotiations. And I think this is more believable because I do agree that she is probably asking for more money. And I saw your video that, you know, that's not really how the pay structure works on Vanderpump rules, you know, like it's pretty set in stone, but I do think that fans are going to want to see her back. And I do think that ratings are going to be higher if she's back as much as I don't want to say that. So I do think she has some leverage when it comes to her paycheck. And I think she's pulling a Kathy Hilton, you know, even though it's kind of opposite, Kathy was the fan favorite. She kind of waited for a couple weeks to, you know, negotiate her contract with Bravo. She didn't come in until like mid season, her, her final season, because she was asking for more money and she got it. So I don't know, maybe Raquel's trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Well, and you never know. And my only concern would be for Raquel is when you start playing games with production and the executives and the network, especially when they've already started filming, you might be looking at it like I'm negotiating the contract and they got to get me in there as fast as possible. So you guys better figure it out. But then also, I've talked to producers before. And sometimes when you wait this out like this and they realize they're still over here filming the show without you and they start piecing together storylines and things are happening and they realize they have a show, that that really does not help your case. So this could easily blow up in her face and they might say, you know what? Tom's a freaking disaster without you. We don't need you. Yeah, no, you're totally right. And on the other hand, maybe it's giving more like Jill Zarin with legacy, like, you know, don't bite the hand that feeds you. If you were offered something, you should just be happy and take it. And if you're trying to play hardball and go back and forth, it might just end up not even happening at all. It might just not even happen. Yeah. And, you know, I'm also still, I think it's interesting because I saw the video of them all filming at Sir and then Tom sitting there crying by himself, which... (laughs) I was talking to someone and they said, I feel so bad for him. I'm like, you don't think this is put on? You choose right in front of... He's not crying in front of TMZ when they're... Actually, you know what? I can't even do this. I can't even defend this. I'm going to play a video for you guys. And why is he not crying here? Hold on. Today? Great. Amazing. Um, is this... Uh, I, like I, pr- I appreciate it, man. So PPF, just in case, you know, sometimes in LA people got to key your car so you got to protect it, you know? Yeah, yeah. If you don't mind me asking, Tom... Is this a new girl by any chance? No. Oh, just friends. Just friends. Just friends. Yeah. Cool, cool. Hey, I, I don't know if, you, if you've been asked. I know you've been asked about Adele, but I know you, you as a musician, right? 
Yeah. If you were to do one song with Adele, what would the title of the track be? Uh, what? Oh, what's what would the title of the track be if I can do a song with Adele? You love that. Mm-hmm. I would say uh, I would do a rendition, a remake of the Zack Attack song from Saved by the Bell. It's like friends forever. <laughs> No, we'll always be friends because we'll be friends forever. That's what I would do with the doll. Amazing. I think she would like that. I can't share any more of this. I'm done. But I I can't believe that that like happened in real life. (laughs) Like there's so many emotions going on with this one. Oh my God. He is. It's a roller coaster. He is on the Ramona coaster. I can't. I can't with him. Like when he's singing and dancing like in the streets and then he's like crying at a table by himself at Sir. Like I can't, but honestly, I, I, I'm ready to see it. I I need to see, I need to see it all go down. How is this going to end for Tom? Do you think if you had to guess before we move on from Vanderpump rules, like how do you think this season, will the season end with him being able to get any of his friends back aside from Tom Schwartz or will the season end with him just being in the same position he was last year? I mean, I, yeah, I think Tom Schwartz is really his only hope. Um, I have a feeling, what do you think? Do you think Billy Lee is going to be on the show because they've been spending a lot of time together and I think that they kind of need people to film with Tom. So it's kind of looking like that. Don't you think? The thing is, I think that fans will not be excited to see Billy Lee because fans are immediately going to think Billy popped up out of nowhere and attached herself to Tom Sandoval during this time because Tom Sandoval needed someone and it was a very easy in back into the show. So fans, no matter what, Billy, if Billy decides to film, Billy's putting herself in a very odd position because some people i'm sure billy has like a lot of fans who love her but then there are a lot of people who are like girl goodbye we don't need you on the show we know why you're here this was an easy in. he has nobody else to film with you're desperate he's desperate like people will attack that you know what i mean yeah no i agree um but i i don't I don't see any resolution with the other cast members and tom i really don't i mean i don't think that it's going to take years if it even happens for him and Ariana to get to a good place. And I think that the other cast members are too loyal to her to, you know, really kind of even remotely attempt a resolution with Tom. So I think it's going to be a tough season for him. You know what else I heard? And this was like from the inside. Like just, Ooh, tell me way in there. I'm just going to pull it out. I heard, and this could all be hearsay, but I heard from within the friend group of the cast that some people are getting a little like, okay, we get it. Ariana's booking everything. She's now on top of the world. She's on Dancing with the Stars. She's opening her new place. She's going to the White House dinner, Duracell commercial. Oh my God, glad. Like, we get it. You were cheated on. Like, okay, let's move on. Like, we were all cheated on. Almost, Almost as if it's like, we were riding the wave and the high when it was good. And now it's like, we're back filming the show and okay, enough. And I'm like, I am curious to see. And Jason asked me, he's like, do you think 
Like they're a group of friends. Would they treat each other this way? I'm like, they cheat on each other. They slap each other. They pour drinks on each other. They fight with each other. They expose each other on social media. They stick steaks in between their ass cheeks and then feed it to each other. Like, yes, 1 million percent. Yes, they would have this altercation. Okay. Yeah. I see that. And I know a lot of fans are kind of tired of it too. They're like, why does she deserve this? But like, let's be real. Every single cast member is really, you know, benefiting from this. I mean, the show was Mm -hmm. nominated for two Emmys. Let's be real. Like congrats to the entire cast, but every podcast is blowing up. DJ James Kennedy's career has never been bigger. I mean, let's be real. Yes, Ariana is seeing the most benefit from this, but they're all benefiting from this in some way, shape, or form. So I don't know. While I would understand that happening, I I really hope, because I see it, I see it differently. I think that the whole cast is really kind of, you know, benefiting from it. Yeah, I mean, I'm sitting here looking at the cast and I'm seeing, okay, all of you win an Emmy. Katie, you get something about her. You get the merch money too to go into something about her. So now we don't need investors. James Kennedy to the left. You're like you said, your DJ career is booming. Lala, you made enough money off of send it to Daryl to put the down like deposit on your Palm Springs home. I'm sure it's I don't know what the hell you got going on, friend, but I'm sorry. (laughs) You better be on your Kristen Doty apology tour this season. I mean, Lisa Vanderpump, she just stays winning. Ariana is on on top. And then Sheena over here, her podcast also absolutely killing it. And then the emo nights and then the ads and the good as gold for what was it? It was Uber Eats. And then like the yeah, different renditions, I'm like, you guys really are all raking in so much money right now. Exactly. So it's not just Ariana. I really hope that there's not other cast members like turning on her because I don't know. I think they're all winning. They're all winning from this. Yeah. Um, Vicky Harnish said Sheena was having a fight with the horse's butt right in the back alley. I don't know. I saw it on Adam's report. Yes. So it was the same night that Kim and I were talking about when they all went to Sir when Tom was seen filming by himself. Sheena was the only one who would go outside and talk to him. I'm sure producers pushed her for that. They spoke in the back alley. Tom sat there and Sheena was pretty much telling him that this would not be the situation had you never have effed Raquel. That's what you can hear her screaming. Um, It was very... It was very TMZ style, very quick, and it was very faint. So you kind of have to replay the video multiple times, but you can find it all over Instagram for sure. Yeah, no, seeing that, I was just like, go, Sheena, go. I mean, she, you know, it was her and Tom's conversation that was the final moments of last season, you know, and she was fierce. She was vicious towards him. And I'm happy to see that she is not letting up. She is still going after him and she's not letting him get away with this. I mean, she was really, really affected by this as well with the restraining order, all the legal issues. So she has a, you know, uh, what, what's the saying? Like she has a a person in on. Yeah, like, and she like has a leg in this fight or whatever this. A dog in this fight. That's what it is. A dog in the fight. There it is. A dog in the fight. Yeah. Yeah. So she, I think she has a right to be upset with Tom. And I mean, yeah, I'm ready to see her go after him. 
No, I absolutely agree. I think that this impacted her a lot. And I think if anybody really, aside from Ariana, can jump into this conversation, like I didn't necessarily understand James' position so much at the reunion, especially when James was hooking up with Chris. I get it, we're older, but I'm like, you still kind of did the same thing, except he was with Kristen. You weren't with Raquel, as far as we know, when this was happening. So I didn't understand his position as much. I thought if anybody was going to be mad after Ariana, it would be next in line, obvious Sheena. Yes, I agree. 100%. Um, but you know, unfortunately we didn't, Sheena was seated next to Tom. So it was kind of hard for them to go at it. And then of course we didn't get to see Sheena and Raquel, which I really need to see, you know, we didn't get to see them in the same room. I need to see them go head to head. I need them both to go on watch what happens live again. I need Annie to have a sit down or I need Raquel to get her ass into filming and see them go at it because they have some unfinished business. They have some unfinished business. Nope. I completely agree. All right. Well, from now guys, I, I think for now we can put a button on Vanderpump rules and we can, I don't know. I feel like can we talk some New Jersey? Let's do it. Did you see the Frank Catania interview? Um, I saw like some small bits here and there, but fill me in. Okay, I'll fill you in. Hold on, let me play it. Frank is getting a lot of shit for this. Frank was talking about women and how, you know, things have changed. And I'm gonna, I am not a woman. But I can also still see that this is a very problematic interview. I want to hear your thoughts after listening to it. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Yeah, it was a man's world. Right? Now it's it's changed. <laughs> the men are the women. <laughs> I don't know. It's a shame. Yeah. I started out the, probably the first 15 years of doing matrimonial. The guys were cheating. 90% of the time, it's a guy who cheated. Cheating up when you were doing yeah. divorces. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah, yeah, yeah. Guys who were doing divorces, they got divorced. All right. So my last eight years, it was at least 50-50. They were unhappy in the marriage. They wanted to go out. They missed something in life beforehand, which wasn't before. Why do we think that it's just women get more independent? I think so. I think yeah. it is. They, rightfully so. I do believe that, you know, women... There is definitely equality, men and women, and I believe there should be. Women have definitely, they, they've, someone sparked something behind them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think they need to be in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to catch some slack for that one, pal. Okay. So, obviously, Frank Catania put himself in a little bit of a position by doing this podcast, but now fans are like, Frank, you cheated on Dolores. We love Dolo over here. And now we watch you cry and be like, this whole season, Dolores, like you're with Paul, but why does our family have to change? And then you're speaking about, he's not the one who made the comment, but I can see where fans are like, Frank, we love you. Why would you even put yourself in this position? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, the name of that podcast is Champ and the Tramp. Like that's that that's the first red flag. And the <laughs> second red flag is like, why are they even talking about this? Like women in general cheating? like. If he has a personal story, like maybe 
I can see where they would talk about like his feelings about that, but putting this like stamp on women in general, that like 50% of women and 50% of men both cheat. And like now women's in their independence has to do with, Oh, they're straying from their marriages. I think that's a stretch, Frank. And I don't know, is this, I don't know. Is this the real him? You know, we've only seen him edited on New Jersey and he was, you know, very loved. I, I love Frank Catania. You know, he, I mean, ever since that bunny, you know, calendar photo shoot, I mean, that just, you know, warmed the hearts of millions, but is this the real Frank? Um, you know, obviously there's a reason why Dolores isn't with him anymore. They had a lot of issues a while back and I know they're on good terms now and trying to become more of like a blended family, but I don't know. Is this kind of his past, like coming back out? Oof. Okay. Well, I see the live chat and it's very mixed. Some people saying they understand, they weren't offended. It was a joke. And some people saying, wow, crawl back into your cave. Oh, okay, guys. Yeah. I'm going to leave that one with you guys to figure out because I want to talk about this one. Now, all about the Real Housewives. And also, um, I believe it was the U.S. Sun reported this whole situation with um, Teresa and her plan, this plan that she devised to hang out with the core four going into filming the new season in August. So the whole plan is to avoid filming with Melissa and Joe, not avoid being in the same filming situation, just not speaking with them. So what she's going to do is protect her peace. She is explaining, well, sources are explaining, through meditation practices that are provided by Louie, Teresa is going to protect her peace, and she is not going to put herself in a space where she has to pop off with any of the other cast members. I heard this, and I'm like, this is the dumbest ish I've ever heard. You think that's going to work? Like, producers are going to tap into that old-school Teresa table-flipping what, you know? Teresa, Teresa, Teresa. I mean, I watched your video about this and I literally laughed out loud because like this is so funny that she thinks that this is going to work. Not only is production definitely going to step in, but you think that Melissa is going to let her like just turn a blind eye and like not respond to her. Melissa is one thing. Joe Gorga is definitely not going to let this Mm -hmm. slide. I mean, Let's be real. And the whole last season, I know Louis, you know, feelings have probably changed, but Louis was encouraging her to talk to them. I know a lot of stuff has changed, but like, this is not going to work, Teresa. I'm sorry. Ignoring them is only going to ignite their fire more and they are going to get even more upset and more like vicious towards you. So I think it's going to backfire, actually. <laughs> I think it's going to backfire too, you know, and then when the entire cast was announced, this was actually on my birthday, I put out a video for this because I talked to someone who was close to the cast and I did a video. Actually, they reached out to me because they were like, hey, we just want to let you know contracts are out. Um, Not saying who this was, but contracts are out and this is not, it's not right. Everybody is returning, including Jackie Goldschneider. So I put out this video and I made sure that I was right on it. And then it came out and then I started seeing where it was popping up that Margaret Josephs is entertaining the idea of hiring a lawyer because she wants to argue against her Bravo contract, reportedly is what they were saying, that she does not feel comfortable filming with Louie. After the phone calls, the threatening phone calls, allegedly, 
to her son and all of the other things she is not comfortable along with a few of the other cast members. Well, Tamara Judge, Tamara Judge just did the work for us. And she said, you know what? Let me call Margaret. Okay. This is what was said. Margaret has made it clear that she does not feel safe filming around Louie. A source close to production disclosed. Okay. First of all, I have an update on this story. Okay. I contacted Margaret herself this morning and she said, not true. Didn't happen. She's honest about not liking Louie, but Margaret said she's professional and no one will intimidate her to not do her job. Yeah, I believe that. I totally believe it too. I think that it's going to be a rough one with Teresa and Louie seeing as how the reunion ended and all of those threats and accusations and legal stuff going on with Bo Deedle and all of that stuff. But I don't know, hiring a lawyer going into the season. I think Margaret is smarter than that. Um, I know a lot of people don't like Margaret, but I really actually do like Margaret. And I don't know, it's kind of crazy to think how she went to Teresa and Louis's wedding after all of the stuff that they've been through. You know, she actually kind of tried to mend things with Teresa. And I think Teresa tried to do the same. They were on good terms, but obviously that ship has sailed. And while I think Margaret is smart enough to know keep Louis and Teresa at arm's length now. I don't think that she is hiring a lawyer. I mean, what what purpose would that serve? Right, right. And then also it's not, if she pushes back on her contract, it's just putting herself in a bad position where Bravo might be like, you know what, if we have to pick between you, if nobody, if everyone else is fine filming with him and you're creating a problem for us and it's just holding us back, then sorry, Margaret, we'll just let you, like, You don't want to play with your same thing we were just saying about Raquel. Like you don't want to play with your contracts. I get it. You want me fight for a little bit more money, fight for your worth. Sometimes it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. But you still got to be very careful with how you know. Exactly. As much as I love Margaret, if you know, I understand that Teresa is kind of the glue that holds the show together. So if she you know, does anything to say I'm not filming with Teresa? I think they might just not just film her at all. Oof. Okay. Did you also see the Megan King drama where on Watch What Happens Live she slammed him too as a slime ball and a narcissist? I did. I did. Do you know that this is like the third or fourth Watch What Happens Live guest in a row that has been asked about Louie and they're like, Dirtbag, slime ball, narcissist, red flags. I'm thinking in my head, like, I would just die inside if I had to. Not, I mean, it's like not that serious, but I would just, it might, like, it would kill me to have to defend Jason like that against everyone and be like, almost like part of me would be like thinking to myself, like, am I missing something? Is there something that am I too close to the situation that I'm, not seeing the big picture or is everyone else so far removed and they're seeing such edited snippets and press that they don't really know what's going on. And it's so, you know what I mean? I know. I, and it seems like Teresa is just in her little love bubble and she is not going to let it burst. She is not going to let anybody get in there and burst that bubble. I mean, I'm worried about it. You know, I, it's obvious how he comes off on TV and I think everybody is noticing it. It's kind of funny how you brought that up about everybody saying that about Louie because 
after the reunion and during the reunion, everybody that was asked, are you on Teresa versus Melissa's side also chose Melissa. So it, it was like a get three or four guests in a row saying this. So it's kind of, you know, becoming a pattern. We're seeing a pattern where more people are turning on Louis and Teresa. I don't know about Teresa, maybe Louis, maybe people are giving Teresa the benefit of the doubt and kind of hoping that she sees the, you know, sees the light and really realizes what she's in. But I don't know. It's not looking good. I think, I don't know. What are your personal thoughts on Louis? Do you see, do you give him the benefit of the doubt seeing as maybe he's getting this edit or do you think that this might be who he really is? Um, man, what a loaded question. I, I, know. Po- I posted something on my Instagram and it was when it came out saying that, you know, everybody, of course, when Teresa said she was not getting a prenup, Andy Cohen, everyone was like, get the prenup, right? Well, then after that, it came out. Of course, people go meddling into documents and homes and stuff like that. And it came out that the home that they share together, the new one, that it's solely under Louis LLC, right? So I did a TikTok video about this and I posted it on Instagram. And then Louis went on and commented and said, but what they failed to mention was it's paid for in full. And I'm like, okay, so we're not saying that it's not just in your name we're just saying it's paid in full okay but i like i don't know what to think of louie i i don't know the guy personally that's why it's hard but i really do believe a lot in where there's smoke there's fire and when people come together and there's multiple people i mean i know that there are really vindictive people people come out from your past sometimes they see you winning they see you doing amazing things they see you growing on national television and they're like oh i'm gonna ruin your life you know, and those people do exist, but coming in like troves and like groups and just like by the masses, that's a little bit more alarming to me. So that's where I'll put my. Yeah, I know. It kind of seems like Louis like could potentially be some sort of master manipulator and seeing Teresa as this kind of wounded bird that he can take under his wing and kind of, you know, we saw him last season really kind of like the comment are saying controlling her, directing her, how she should act, what she should say, um, who she should talk to. So it's, um, I'm worried. I'm worried for Teresa. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right, guys, we are going to get off of this bus and head over to Atlanta before we get back to Beverly Hills. We're going to leave you at New Jersey for now. And I'm sure we'll be back to pick up where we left off when more comes out. Let's check in on these two. <laughs> Ooh. I just want to play this video, which I don't find to be entertaining or funny at all. Let me just clarify really quick. I just find it to be really sad and just like, I can't keep up with these two. I'm going to play the video for you guys in case you haven't seen it, but here we go. Okay, okay. That's significant. But I mean, as far as, right, so, so uh, basically the last two and a half years, she's... Um, uh, gambled away about seven hundred thousand okay. uh, dollars just in the last two and a half years. Uh, total in the marriage probably about one point five million dollars, okay. um, and she does it online illegally. And so that's that's a major process that I'm dealing with with the, the process of the divorce. I, I just uh, retained a lawyer today. I have to go pay them tomorrow. Okay, um, that's, that's um, more. She's going to be served within probably the next. That was more of a question, yeah, right yeah. there, because I wanted to to hone down like 
how much longer you guys are being forced to be like here. <laughs> the problem is that these are the assets. There are no assets to go to an apartment. Right, uh, right, right. She right. has decimated everything. Are you guys um, separate at night in different rooms and that sort of thing right uh, now? She, she has tried, tried to. So the narcissist mm-hmm. comes through and, and so she does things to try to get me to react. So she thought right. it'd be cute to go hide in the house. I don't give a fuck. Went to bed. Went to bed, had no issues. It right. lasted for two nights. Then, then the night that you guys showed up here, she was on the. Oh, Oof. this is tragic. It's almost like the worst part is that like they are now back together. So everything, or you know, so they say. So everything that comes out now is like, like. Like, why? Obviously, they had major, major problems. And I don't know. I kind of believe Croy here. I think I saw somebody in the comments. We saw her gambling on the show. Um, And I mean, this is no surprise to me. This is no surprise to me at all. I mean, Tracy Foti said she sucked him dry. And one of the videos, you hear her screaming at him, get a fucking job, you loser. Get a fucking job. And I'm thinking, this man had a multi-million dollar contract that he probably thought was going to set him up for the rest of his life, Wig. Like, I know he, he had the job. I know. They always have lived a lifestyle beyond their means. I mean, let's be real. Like, not only do they have one, two, three, four, six kids, right? I mean... They live a lifestyle that none of the other Atlanta women live, and they have a lot less money in the bank. I mean, I know that Croy really lives like this. I know. I know. And that's like definitely a red flag. Um, I think that gambling was definitely an issue and definitely played a part. But I don't know. Do you think Croy is innocent in all of this? It's really, really hard to tell like what role he's played in this. I mean, All we've heard is that, okay, he smoked weed occasionally. And yes, he didn't really have a job. I don't know. But I guess his names were like on all of their businesses, like the skincare and the swimsuit line and all of that. So like, it's really, really tough to say. I think that he was an enabler. I think that he enabled his partner's bad habits. And I think it got out of control. And I think that everyday life happens. You have cameras in your face added on top of that. You're raising a bunch of children. You have the two oldest girls. They're starting out these like careers. Then we're taken off camera. We don't have an NFL contract anymore. So it's like, I want to keep everything together. It's a moving machine. But over here, while I'm not addressing this issue that's getting bigger and bigger and bigger because life is happening, it's continuing to grow. And the bubble just grew before it popped and he couldn't get ahead of it. So you think that he was just kind of along for the ride and trying to maybe j- like hang in there, like hang I think on he did, to whatever? Yeah. I think he enabled yeah. her behavior and her antics because he loves his family and he loved her. And I think he just let her do what she was such a strong personality. She's like, I'm, I'm going to do whatever the guy want. Give me a cigarette. Give me a red solo cup. Get my wig. Like I'm spending $100,000 on crystal. You know what I mean? She's such a strong but it's like, what do you say? And I also don't know how big her reactions are because there are so many couples who 
are afraid to have certain conversations because the other one might be so reactive. So it's just easier for you to be like, okay, hun. All right. All right. Do you need to do that? Shut the up. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. You're good. You know? Okay. Yeah. Adam, you've convinced me. I think it's oh. all Kim. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. That's not what I said, but you know, <laughs> um, did you see Mark trying to use Marlo's antics against Kenya? Is he there for Brooklyn? He's an, oh, I doubt it. Also show some love. Um, I did see that, and I am sure Marlo got an earful from Kenya over that. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, probably. But let's move on over to this, because there's another situation that's happening, except this time in Beverly Hills, and fans are questioning the legitimacy of this. Have you heard? The flood. The flood. Dorit Kimsley and PK sued the insurance company after their mansion flooded when they accidentally left the water running. Which, if you read the title and you don't know the backstory, you're like, oh, that sucks. But then if you know the backstory and you think about like the different insurance claims and you add in burglaries and businesses and debts and lawsuits, of course, you have fans going down the rabbit hole wondering, is this just like, do you guys have really shitty luck? Or is this something that may be worth looking into? Which I'm not saying it is, but I'm saying this is what the fans are saying. Please, what are your thoughts? Yeah, so I have some thoughts on this. I am not on the conspiracy theory bandwagon that okay. the that the um, you know robbery was a setup. Oh, I, I don't think that somebody that. would want to do that to themselves. I mean, that mm-hmm. was super scary. The kids were home. No, no, no. However, I will kind of repeat what I said about Kim. I don't always understand how they afford their lifestyle. I mean, we know that PK is Boy George's manager, but does he have any other clients? Not really that we know of. So, I mean, we've heard that Dory is like buying everything retail. She owns everything. It's not borrowed. How do they afford this? How do they afford this? I don't know. I don't want to think because Dory and PK are such gems, at least on the show. I love them. They seem, you know, like great parents, like great people. They're very sweet and, and loyal. And I've really grown to love them. So I don't want to believe it, but I have a lot of questions. What do you think? I think it's fair to have questions, but I think that like, no matter what you're on reality TV. So it's probably so annoying for people like us to them to be talking about it. But it's like, I mean, when you start seeing the thing is, is once you see other housewives like Jen Shaw is in a prison right now, Teresa ended up serving time at camp. You know what I mean? Like the Girardi's, Once you start seeing how capable other people are of manipulating the system, you don't really, you can't help but not put it past anyone. You know what I mean? So I I know you want to give them the benefit of the doubt, but you're like, oh man, these are, this is a little questionable. Yeah. Everything else really has like come out of nowhere, honestly. I mean, we've been shocked several times on the housewives. So you really don't know what goes on behind closed doors. I mean, I don't know, a robbery and a flood within two years, like 
I don't know, maybe it's not super suspicious. If something else happens, maybe I will start to get suspicious, but the it's, we're definitely starting to see again, a little bit of a pattern. So I'm going to keep my eye on them. I'm going to keep my eye on them. You know what else is interesting too? And I had Ricky Cornish on yesterday to recap OC with me. And he does amazing interviews for Out Magazine. Like such a ball of energy. The guy is like great. And he was talking to me. He's like, you know what's weird? He's like, this could be tea. Maybe it's not. But I've heard some rumblings on here. And I'm giving this to you, Adam, that Dorit and Kyle might be on the outs. And I was like, you know what's weird is I haven't seen Dorit respond to anything about the Kyle stuff. I haven't seen her photographed with her. I haven't seen them filming together at this point. I haven't seen any statements. Like Teddy even came out and said, I'm not speaking on this. This is one of my best friends. What? Yeah, I know. I know. It's it's getting, again, suspicious. I mean, we saw Kyle and Dorit at Craig's last week for, uh, or I'm sorry, Kyle and Teddy at Craig's last week for her birthday. And you would have think maybe Dorit would be there. I think she's part of the Fox Force 5, um, but she wasn't. And I don't know. It's been... We have not seen them together. You know, we've seen Kyle, you know, posting a lot of photo dumps lately. She loves a good photo dump on Instagram. And Dorit is nowhere to be found. It's kind of seems like they aren't spending any time together. And I don't know. I have a feeling that something went down on this last season that they just filmed. Well, speaking of this last season, Kim, Garcelle recently went on Watch What Happens Live and confirmed what Andy confirmed, which when watching this season, you will see as fans, you will have your suspicions and see what's going on with Kyla Mauricio. But Garcelle confirmed her and Sutton actually had suspicions while filming about what was going on with Kyla Mauricio. Then page six, I talked to you about this a little bit at the beginning, but page six was pointing out every time they're like, confirm split, confirm split, confirm split. And I'm like, Kyle said, we're not splitting. So do you guys just know something and they're trying to do damage control and you guys are already like, no, we already know you're splitting. So we're going to stick with the split story because like they put out a statement. She's like, I'm not divorcing. I'm not splitting. But then they confirm cameras pick back up for the new season. So it makes you like, what do we believe? Okay, so I think that they are just kind of trying to explain the difference between separation and divorce. I do think that Kyle and Mauricio are separated. Now, are they going to get divorced officially? Maybe not. So what I took from that is that they are trying to work on things. However, you know, I live in Orange County. I have friends in LA that do run in some of the same circles as these housewives. And I'm sorry, but there have been rumblings about not Kyle, but Mauricio for a quite a while now. So I wouldn't be surprised if that is what Garcelle and Sutton are referring to, you know, that maybe somebody hasn't been faithful. I don't know. This is all alleged. This is just like the talk of the town, which we know can, you know, get out of control. But right. I think that, you know, there's been some rumblings for a while now. So I, I have a feeling that maybe it was brought up this past season and that's what Garcelle and, and Sutton are talking about. But I do think that it's just a matter of the difference between the word separation and divorce. That's what I took away from that. Right, right. No, that makes sense. It's like, okay, well then we're gonna, that's like our only argument. We have to fight about this faint line of what it is and we'll focus on this instead of the real picture here, but- uh, yeah, I mean, I feel like it kind of takes me back when um, 
Katie and Tom Schwartz, they first separated. I think it's just kind of step one. And maybe it's just not so official and not such a harsh or like um, final kind of thing to to say you're doing. I don't know. We'll see how it plays out. What Do you think that they'll work it out? Do you think, what is your... I don't know. I really don't know. You know, for you, them, I want to see them work it out. Yeah, of course. I would love to see that. I don't want to see a family split. There's kids involved. Know. You know, I would love to see that. Do I think anything can happen, especially when you put so many outside influences like press, cameras, a TV show, cast members who get paid to dig into your shit? Can a lot happen? Yeah, yeah a relationship's hard anyways. And then you add all of these different variables. You have kids, businesses, animals, like cast member. It just... I could see yeah. where that could eventually... that the the weight of that load becomes too much to bear. And that's sad, but we'll find out. We'll find out for damn sure. Cause it's only going to be, if this is in fact going on, it's not going to be contained much longer. No. Um, and cameras are picking back up. So I am interested to see, you know, I hope that, you know, we're seeing some conversations between Kyle and Mauricio. Of course, I want to see the other women's reactions, but I need to see firsthand, like what is going on. And you're right. I mean, I don't think they can keep it under wraps much longer. I think that they're doing a pretty good job, you know, not really releasing much at this point, but I'm, I'm just, I'm waiting for that really big headline to drop. You're like, uh, I just don't know if that's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Okay. My last question for you before we end up wrapping this up is how excited are you that tickets are going on sale? (laughs) So excited, Adam. I mean, I've been waiting since last October for this. And I mean, I'm ready. Are you just so ready? And it's in Vegas. I mean, like I'm so excited. Honestly, I can't wait. I think that this is going to be such a fun year. Um, There's going to be so I, I do still wonder what's going to go on with this strike and if that's going to affect anything with people. Um, of course, but that could also be settled by the time that BravoCon comes. We're still in July. This is in November. I hope so. So we will see, but you know what I mean? I I definitely am excited. And of course, I saw Aaron D say thank you and shared your YouTube channel. Kim, will you let them know if they don't know? Which, by the way, I now simply can't unsee this either. So thank you. That blew my mind. It blew my mind. And I've been thinking about it since Wednesday night. Um, (laughs) It's really just, you know, it's affected me. Um, But catch me on Instagram at Bravo Breaking News. I am keeping up with all all the headlines. um, And you can also catch our weekly recaps on YouTube with my co-host, Lisa. We are covering OC, Crappy Lake, and we will be starting with the new New York next week. I am so excited. um, And hopefully I'll be back um, for Hot Messy Topics again soon, Adam. Yes, of course. Listen, Kim, anytime you want to come over here into the little bubble and talk some Bravo-ish, we would love to have you. And in the meantime, everyone definitely go subscribe, follow, like. It's important. 
Thanks guys. And thank you so much, Adam, for having me. I always love dishing out all of the hot topics. Yes, of course. Guys, everyone in the live chat, thank you so much. Thank you to everyone for the super chat, super stickers and engaging. Thank you to everyone who joined us for our members only this morning. We are going into the weekend, so I am sending you all the love. Stay safe. Don't drink and drive. Have the best time. And we will be posting YouTube videos throughout the weekend. Love you guys. Bye, everyone. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.